I-C-K-B-A-C-K, the kickback. We live in effect with Reek Reek, Bree Bree, and your boy E-B. Let's have fun. What's good, Kickback family? Hopefully you are having a great day. And if you are, depending on the temp check of my beautiful friends, my my sisters, um, that'll make one of us. Depending on them, then it might make three of y'all. Who knows? Um, but I think y'all probably heard Sharika say this before. Life be lifing. And sometimes mm. life comes at you fast. Or as some will say, life comes at you like a ton of bricks. Or life comes at you like a Mack truck. Or life comes at you like a windy day and you ain't got no jacket. Life be coming I usually don't do this, and I say that because y'all know I try my best to be optimistic and let you know that it's another day at paradise. But if I'm gonna start off with my temp check, I want you guys to know that I am currently at. So it's like weird, right? Because sometimes you hear people say 38 hot, and it's like 38 is cold as heck. <laughs> but like, I'm just somewhere under 50, mm. and if you know me, under 79 is too much. As just Haitian blood, Floridian, but that's how I'm doing. We might get into it. We might not. Who knows? We'll see what direction the podcast goes today. But ladies, how are you guys doing? What's y'all tip like? I'm intrigued. I never heard your temp be that low before, Evie. Um, I am good. My temp is 83. Um and uh do i have a song i don't have a song today um but i i'm i'm feeling good i'm glad to be celebrating do you guys know what we're celebrating eb sabrina i do <laughs> okay so if anybody sabrina <laughs> should know what we're celebrating I do I know, am. but it like escaped me because I'm so frazzled this morning. Um, but <laughs> when you said that, I was like, oh, snap, it is. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so maybe after Sabrina gives her temp, I'll, I'll do it. I'll tell us what we tell y'all what we're celebrating. Was that a transition for me to give my tent, friend? Because I thought you were setting up to give your tent. No, I'm, 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 it's a tease. It's a tease. Oh, it's a tease. It it's a tease. Okay. Well, I didn't have time to take my retainer out because I thought Sharika was giving her tent. So excuse the list for that y'all are going to uh, be entertained by as I share my tent. Uh, I do want to acknowledge that I also have like never seen Evie in a not that he's in a bad mood, but just like Sharika said, with a temp that low. So hopefully um, what I'm going to share will raise his spirits because it certainly raised mine. Y'all, tomorrow is going to be a three-peat for me and Taylor Swift live. I love her music. It just puts me in such a great mood, whether it's Taylor Swift country, her pop, the indie stuff, like all of it. It goes straight to my heart, and I absolutely adore it. Do I think she's the best live performer? No. Every time I see her, I'm like, I'm going to save my coins next time. Yes. But then I don't because I just get so excited, and I honestly cannot wait until Saturday. She is here in Tampa, and we have a great time. So my song is Fearless. It's from one of her earlier Mm -hmm. albums. I 
was torn about this because she's doing the heiress tour and my friends and I and others have been challenged to arrive dressed as one of her eras so if that's red that's more country era fearless is definitely the country era but y'all know I'm a country girl at heart I love her pop stuff so that would be like 1989 reputation the indie stuff folklore evermore I definitely just went back to my roots with the country I cannot wait to show up in my cowgirl boots and sing the song off the top of my lungs and have fun but there's some lyrics from this fearless it's one of those things I take it as like a lesson um especially when life is going well or when life is not going well The lyrics go, I don't know how it gets better than this. You take my hand and drag me head first, fearless. And I don't know why, but with you, I dance in a storm and my best dress, fearless. And of course, she's singing about a romantic relationship. But I think about my relationship with the Lord and life in general. And I'm like, it will get better. It can get better. Mm. And whether (laughs) whether you're ready or not, it will drag you head first. And because of who we are in Christ, we can do that fearlessly because the Lord will always be our provider. You know, the Lord will always make a way. And then when she talks about like, I don't know why, but with you, I dance. It's like, sometimes I'm scared out of my mind about a situation or to speak into something in a certain way or to make a certain choice, but I just do it because the Lord makes me brave. Um, and it doesn't matter. So that is like my little jam. I do have a bonus because it's Taylor Swift weekend from the same album. It's called change. Evie, this is the one I hope inspires you, but I believe in whatever you do, because I know you'll do anything to see it through because these things will change. Can you feel it now? These walls that they put up to hold us back will fall down. It's a revolution. The time will come for us to finally win and we'll sing hallelujah. I love that one. If you haven't heard it, whether you like country or not, change is so good. Hallelujah. (laughs) Okay. The next verse says it's hard to fight when the fight ain't fair, but we're getting stronger now. This is the thing. Is she the best singer in the world? Obviously not, but her lyrics are truly everything so check out change by taylor Swift. i guess that was my tip i guess that was my recommendation all in one sharika how are you feeling today friend okay so you just reinvigorated my soul right now okay serena that you gave a word i didn't know i mean i like taylor swift but man today those words hit differently um i too by the blessing of the Lord and the graciousness of our friend Tanya, who y'all heard on the pod before, am now also going to Taylor Swift tomorrow. So I'm excited. <laughs> this is my first Taylor Swift concert. So I, I got to see what the vibe is. Sabrina has given me a little bit of a taste of her experience. And I, I feel too that I will be joining in and I cannot wait to experience the fullness thereof of the situation um so i'm gonna also say i do have a song now and um it it is a taylor swift song and it says because the play is gonna play 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 and the haters gonna hate 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 but i'm just gonna shake 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 it off shake it off and that is my vibe that is my vibe going into this weekend um, it's supposed to be a good weekend, but also there's haters. 
in the in the midst in the camp in the area not at the taylor swift but where i'm going to be heading you know uh sooner rather than later today so i'm just ready to shake it off and i'm excited about what i know the lord is going to do uh over my next couple of hours and then i'll be at taylor swift tomorrow evening and then i'll be back with my mans so i'm you know we i'm going away for the night to go hang out with some lovely ladies, but I'll be back with my man tomorrow night, and I'll, I'm excited. I'm excited, and I'm ready. And now is the moment where we. I wish I, I should have had some horns. I should have had the. Okay, I'm not that great at that, but I should have had it ready because, or a drum roll, because you guys. People that still listen to the podcast. I don't know if it's one of you, two of you, three of you. We have a solid amount. We I know. I'd be saying that. And then people would be like, oh, something about the podcast. And I'd be like, oh, you'd be on there. I'm always oh, yeah. shocked. I'm always <laughs> Listen, the other day I was editing. And forgive me, listeners. I'm the reason it was late. We divide and conquer when it comes to the editing. And we have certain months. So you know when it's super late, it's me. Hi, I'm the problem, it's me. Shout out to Taylor. Taylor, okay. Um, but I actually listened to the whole episode because it was good. The grandpa, grandpa looks sad <laughs> episode. So there we go. Hold on, I was trying to get a drum roll going. Dang it, of course, uh, YouTube got me with the ad, the 10-second the ad, so you know... I'll put a drum roll in for you. Thank you, friend, because you're editing. See, this is the things. These are the things. We have made it to our 100th episode. (laughs) I don't know if this is a big deal to y'all, but let me tell you, it's a big deal to me for a few reasons. One, I'm trying, man, that's a lot of episodes and blood, sweat, and tears. And Sabrina, I don't know if you remember this, but we when we were talking about, I don't know if it was when we were talking about starting the podcast or when we had already started the podcast. And you know, I love Kevin on stage and he was talking about like being consistent about doing things. And he was like, are you going to be able to do a hundred episodes? And I was like, back then I thought, oh, yeah, we got it. But it's been a lo- it takes a long time to get to a hundred episodes and we have made it to a hundred episodes. So Shout out to EB, shout out to Sabrina, shout out to our kickback people that be listening to the pod. We appreciate you all. I appreciate EB and Sabrina. Made it to 100 episodes. I'm excited. I'm, I, we made it. I feel like we made it. I don't know where we made it to, but we made it. <laughs> I feel like it is like that time in the Bible when God was ready to destroy a city and one of our Chris, it was one of our Christian brothers. He was like, "But God, if they're fifty, will you still destroy it?" He was okay. like, "No, if they're fifty, I won't." But God, if they're ten, five, one, that's how I feel with y'all listeners because at yeah. the beginning we were rocking it out. Like it, we had a great amount of listeners. Then we took that little couple of months break, and the numbers just dwindled. And I was like, "But Sabrina, if there's just one, will you still sign on?" with your friends once a week and I'm like you know what yes because those of you who have been faithful I am encouraged when you hit us up I am encouraged with for example Michelle Moore during the pandemic when she made us like 
special edition kickback shirts and masks. Like I still am on a hype from that today. Mm. And uh, Sarah Daniels, you'll hit me up every once in a while and we'll talk about something you heard on the podcast. And I'm like, Sarah, listen, Hope Harris, like, I forgive me. I know I can't list all of you all, but thank you for holding out with us through the beginning when the sound was complete trash. Not that it's crazy better now, but it's good. It's decent. I'm, I'm just happy, happy to be here. hundred right. episodes. You're right. I got to shout out my uncle Steve, faithful listener. Just had a birthday this past week. Happy belated. I just say it on the day, but happy birthday again, Uncle Steve. Thank you for always listening and always hit me with a text. Tell EB this. Tell Sabrina that. It's it's the it's not only the listen, but it's in the it's the engagement for me. And I appreciate you. Love you. That's why I wanted to shout out today on our hundredth episode of We Shouting Out Listeners. Definitely shouting out people. You got to shout out to people who support you through the ups, the downs, or Mm -hmm. just the cycles of life. So definitely shout out to those same names that Sabrina and Sharika mentioned. And if there's two, uh, I don't want to say two because people might feel bad. Well, I don't care. Um, It's my time to shout people out. I'm going to say shout out to my best friend, JP, because JP hit me up literally just about every week um, with either just an added nugget from time to time or his thoughts on our episode. Um, and then I would also say shout out to my wife, of course. And I know some people's like, oh, why didn't he say his wife first? Because you always save the best for last. Ooh, because okay. those who will be last shall be first. So okay. don't tell me how to do how I do things. Because I didn't even know she listened to the podcast until I told y'all the other day, like not too long ago, like we was in the car and it just automatically synced. So shout out to my beautiful bride um, who also listens. Um, and then sometimes she has to endure me at the time of recording. And I think that was probably part of the reason why I didn't think that she listened. Because she would be in the house, not all the time, but sometimes when we're recording and she'll never really mention anything outside of, oh, how was recording? Oh, it went well. What did you guys talk about? Da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da. But it'll never like, oh, I'm going to listen to that episode. Or, hey, you remember last week we had talked da 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 But, you know, so that's the two people I'm showing up. Love it. And if you all want to give us a gift, please go to either Apple podcast or spotify or wherever you listen and give us a five-star review remember if you don't have anything nice to say don't say anything at all one star <laughs> won't help three stars won't help it would really really help us to continue on and feel encouraged if you just go there even if you just get five stars and don't leave a comment obviously if you leave a comment that's even better but just go give us five stars so we can start to do ads and stuff and make you know a little money on the side doing this Yep. And share the podcast, you know, go wherever you're listening, hit the share button and share it to go ahead and share it to five friends. Why not share it to five friends? Speaking of friends, I was riding my bike from the gym the other day and I saw this adorable little old man walking to to me and he waved and I waved and then he blew a kiss and just, it was like out of instinct. And it wasn't like in a, like a mm, kind of way It, it felt very innocent. Right. I just I was riding my bike, but I lifted my hand and I grabbed the kiss and I had it in my fist. I'm just used to doing that as a kid. But then after I passed him, I dropped that little air kiss on the ground because I was like, listen, I don't know his energy. I really don't know his vibe. There's a lot of, you know, wolves in sheep's clothing. Mm. And he could be a Dalai Lama trying to suck my tongue or something. Oh, so, oh man, oh man, oh man. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, the Dalai Lama looks so innocent. And I think for most people, 
well, I shouldn't say for most people, I'll say for many people, they are familiar with that title, Dalai Lama, but they don't really know what the Dalai Lama is. It is my mm-hmm. understanding that he is a religious leader. He is the head of the Buddhist religion or the head of Buddhism. Buddhism? I think I'm saying Buddhist, that wrong. B- Buddhism. Buddhism. So, so, <laughs> that sounds like something off the uh, Freak Me documentary. Um, but he would be like the equivalent of the Pope to Catholics. And he's out and about, he's doing a greeting and people are coming up to him and he's allowing them to hug him, shake his hand. And there was a young boy from the photos. He looked about eight, nine, and he wanted to hug the Dalai Lama and the Dalai Lama was all about it. He wanted to take it to another level, the Dalai Lama, because he said, suck my tongue. I had to read that story over and over because I was like, somebody messed, like, there's no way, but y'all, there is a way. In front of all those people, the recordings, the photos, which I'm glad it happened that way, because let's just be honest, the church doesn't have the best history with male leaders and little boys. Mm. I just couldn't find the humor in it. I mm. There's no situation, even if that was a grown man, even, well, I'm not going to lie, I did that. <laughs> That's a conversation for another day. But I'm just saying, I can't think of a context where that is funny, and especially not between a grown man and a child. But I'm curious, Sharika, E.B., am I missing something with this tongue? Not, not a kiki, not a hee-hee, not a ha-ha. It's, distur- it's disturbing and disgusting that, that and then, yeah, because uh, in the, his press release, he was saying it was a joke. That's, you know, and it's it wasn't a joke. Or if it was his idea of a joke, it was a terrible idea, and it's not a joke. So I I don't find any humor. I I can't find the humor in it, as Jerry Seinfeld would say. <laughs> Eb, if your son went up to the let's say nah, like hell no, <laughs> like one I would hope. I hope this is just a current reminder of why so many parents. Um, and especially these days, and I know it's different from cultures and different from nationality, na- nationalities and ethnic groups of how things are either perceived as one or two, how people are raised. Back in the day, and I say back in the day, when I was growing up, it wasn't in a sense a challenge or a stressor for you to kind of be literally raised by the village. And more so, not mm-hmm. like you just go to anybody's house, you sit on anybody's lap, you kick it with anybody. But it's like, if you get out of line, Everybody, in a sense, within that community, so to speak, has the opportunity to hold you accountable. And most times, parents will not be in an uproar. They won't get hostile with another adult. They won't tell you, don't talk to my kid like that. Most times, unless it's just like what we just saw, a gross gross negligence or something that's just extremely evil, disgusting, nasty, absurd, wild, whatever word, horrendous, whatever word comes to your mind that makes you think of it. And I concur like i just agree with what both of you guys said and sharika i was the same thing i thought when i saw that press release i'm like what like what is there to joke about of putting your tongue mm-hmm. in my mouth like and that is it. sexual <laughs> assault that is molestation that is that's just terrible and the fact that nothing in a sense have been done and i know different countries have different laws and rules and regulations but it's like as a world like how is that like acceptable and sabrina mm-hmm. you hit it on the head as well as far as the church um and i would say not only just the church and little boys but the church as a whole because if that wasn't recorded in like a year from now five years from now ten years from now that boy remembers that image and say 
hey, what happened to me 10 years ago? Now I'm 18, but what happened to me 10 years ago? Like, I feel like I got basically molested. Like, that wasn't, like, what? Like, I remember what I was doing at seven, eight, nine years old, in a sense, right? And most likely the church would have been like, no, that never happened. But the fact that it was recorded, it was like, oh, this did happen. And this wow. is outside obscene and this isn't something that we should just in a sense sweep under the rug but because of just the way the world works and the way people are operate with religious leaders or people they look up to or their role models it will likely be hey don't let that happen again come on like look at all the good he did and i'm not y'all know me i will always tell people don't reduce people to their worst mistake but like i would want to hear him speak on that situation in a sense like it was something that in a sense got shared publicly so it happened publicly it wasn't something that happened in the comfort of the home of the the, the young boy or the family thank of, god. The, uh, of definitely <laughs> mm-hmm. thank god but it's like more than the time this happened in public let's acknowledge it in public with you not no press release not no pr team who wants to get out in front of it of like hey let's not make something in a sense uh let's sweep something under the rug no like speak on it and be like oh this has probably been happening for the past 10 15 years and i didn't know it was a big deal i apologize and now that would be between him and his higher being, because um, I don't know too much about Buddhism, and I'm not going to act like I do. Um, but they'll handle that as is. But those who are around him, his circle, his following, his hopefully accountability partners, like hopefully things like that don't ever, ever happen again, because that's just wild. Why couldn't he just be like, hey, give me a high five? I mean, I don't know if they, you know, do yeah, their high five. Yeah, that's what he did. He like, come on now. High five, now. Of high five things- fist bump. Even when he got the hug, he could have stopped right there. Even if he had exactly. inner motive to do something else, get the hug and stop, bro. Like you, wow. <laughs> I, I mean, Evie, the- I'm I'm scared, and I didn't even ask the kid to suck my tongue. Your energy is like, you ready to beat somebody? Yeah, I'll take yeah like if even if because those things are like, even if it doesn't happen, like I think that's where I would be. That's like somebody telling like a because you're talking about a grown man. Like a like that's like a grown man coming to and we'll use people who well, I won't say their name because I don't know if the family would want us to say their name but people who we know who have kids and like even if a grown man was like hey put on your pants for me and if I'm there I'm taking off on that guy okay. if it's a female I'm probably taking off on them too mm. just because that thought is just sickening it's and it's like why would that like how did that even like why do these things even cross your mind to say. I don't know. It's just, it's just wild. It's, 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 it's disgusting and it's frightening and that you felt so comfortable, sir, to say that in public with all these people there, all the things going on, you felt real comfortable saying that. What do you say when people aren't around or it ain't no cameras? It's just wild. I even thought to myself, maybe, you know, it's their culture's version of the French double kiss. A cheek and cheek, but then I thought, no, he's just there. Crazy. And not like, of course, this is a huge, big part the sexual assault, all that, all that part. But even if we want to go down to the basics of hygiene, and we just, we still got COVID around here, sir. It's look, it, that's just disgusting on all levels. It's, it's not hygienic is we got germs we got the covid we got all kinds of things i'm not I, it's just it's it's a no it's a real bad big no for me in your culture no it, it, at this point in time sir no glad i'm not the only one who thought no thank you Mm-mm. You're, you're not the only one at all 
on to brighter and better things, the season of spring. Now, I love spring for a few reasons. Spring is not my favorite season, but it is it is like the second favorite because I feel like spring and fall are similar. I feel like they're both transition seasons. Is that a thing? Hmm. Because I feel like summer and winter, like I feel like fall, you're transitioning into winter and then spring, you're transitioning into summer. I don't know why winter and summer don't feel like transition seasons to me, but spring and fall do. And so I love a transition for many reasons, but the transition from winter to spring. Now here in Florida, you guys, we don't feel the, tra well, there is a slight transition. It's not as drastic as some of the other states or places may feel. You know, they go from a harsh cold winter to a, to a, a hot or warm summer. But I will tell you guys this year, I have never been more cold in, in Florida than this winter. My family and I had a little family reunion up in Stark, Florida around the Christmas holiday. When I tell you I have family from Illinois, New York, you know, some really cold places. When I tell you all of us were talking about how cold it was, it was so cold and so unexpectedly cold like I knew it was going to be cold but they're coming they're coming to Florida thinking it's going to be warm and uh it was not so I'm actually not you know you guys know I hate I hate it when it's hot hot but this little spring has been so nice the past few weeks especially this past week has been very nice so I wanted to talk uh to tell you guys my few favorite things about spring I'll start with there and then I'll, we'll see what E.B. and Sabrina have to say. I love the transition, like I said, number one. Number two, uh, I love new, the new, like spring brings to me is about new and like new birth and new growth and new, just newness um, because we know things die in the winter because it's cold. So the newness, <clears throat> the new birth that comes with spring. But also there are like, I feel like the little spring holidays are all so sweet and so, so happy. We have Easter, we have Mother's Day. There's just like, the vibe just seems like, hey, we're getting peppy, we're getting excited. The It's newness, the transition of it all. So that to me is why I love spring. What about you guys? Um, I love this season because it always reminds me of the end of school, even though I'm totally mm -hmm. past that season of my life. Well, maybe not totally. I've been playing with, will I get my doctorate? Probably. And then I'll complain the whole time, but it'll <laughs> probably happen eventually. But I still associate it with just those happy feelings and since like third grade, I was going to summer camp and like my best friends in the world were there. And even before mm. that, my mom's from New York and every summer we'd go see our family in New York. And then of course, after third grade, I go to camp, but summer was just fun time. So I hate to call it a transitional season, that and fall, but Sharika, I think you're onto something. I think they are. And those are like my two favorite seasons, 
love fall and spring also is my birthday season so I love that and I'm an outdoorsy person so it's so nice to like see the animals and all like we had like little baby ducks a whole bunch of them in our little retention pond this spring and that was just so lovely and the flowers and finally it's warming up a little bit so I just associate spring with so many fun things youth councils that is an event that my church did when I was younger and it happened every spring prom in the spring um any kind of end of the year barbecue cookouts whatever all in the spring so yeah spring's a good time EB what are your spring highlights yeah, so I think it's some of the stuff that you guys mentioned. I definitely agree with Sharika as it being like a transition. Like even in our church, right, in the Salvation Army, in, in the spring is when people possibly could get a phone call about a typical transition or relocation. And at the time of this recording, we're on the cuffs of that where it'll be happening this weekend. Um, and I have the opportunity to be with Sharika this weekend at a statewide women's gathering. Um, um, which is not too much of my frustration, but it definitely is part of it because if I had something going on and I requested somebody to, you know, come do something, it'll be either hesitant or not fully endorsed, so to speak. But I'm there for the weekend to do pre-show stuff. And I never do pre-show stuff. Like that's not really my wheelhouse. That's not my thing. I like to have fun, of course, but I'm not a um check and job type of person. But when you got a job and you get tasked to do something, there's not really much you can say. Um, because the check pays the bills and you deal with it. Um, but then when you're trying to find out information, that becomes, you know, challenges and stressors as a whole on top of transition as I'm transitioning from one department in my building to another department in my building. Still kind of the same stuff that I'll be doing. Um, but that was somewhat challenging and more stressful than I believe that it should have been. But hey, who am I? I'm just EB. Um, but some of my favorite things is the vibrant colors that spring brings, whether it be, man, people who have photo shoots with their significant others or their families, people who travel, people who enjoy their spring breaks, people who just seem to be in a natural, more, I guess you could say, happy-go-lucky mood. Like we sometimes hear people talk about like that Christmas cheer, but then you also hear people complaining about, we got to do these Christmas cards. We got to buy gifts. We got to go to this party. We got to do this. And it's like, you don't necessarily hear that um, with, I guess I'll say with the spring going into the summer, that transition period. Like when people say they're going to the barbecue, you don't really hear like it's like a forced thing. But when you hear somebody say, oh, we got to go to so-and-so's for Christmas. It's like, well, if you don't want to go, don't go. But then that might be something or someone who helps pays the bills and you got to do what you got to do sometimes. Um, so spring is actually... I would say outside of my birthday month, but that springtime, if I had to pick one of the four seasons, mainly because of the weather outside of when it gets crazy into like just the summer going into spring, going into summer and a lot of rain. I don't really like that much, but I, that too much. But I know rain is needed and it's essential for growth and new birth and refreshing of, you know, God's creation and God's green earth. But some of my favorite people um, are born in this month. I have two sisters who were born in April. Today, as the time is recording, one of my nephews, um, my mother was born in April, a few host of cousins, and my wife's birthday is in April. Y'all see what I did? Make sure I say her last again. I don't know if y'all caught that, but you know, the last shall be first and you save the best for last. Just throwing that out there again and again, because I know sometimes, you know, when stuff happens, people just send random stuff of like, why did you say her name last? Mind your business. You do what you do, I do what I do. But those are some of my highlights of spring. And typically spring is when I have the most 
peaceful um, travel because other times throughout the year, like um, I know what Sabrina had mentioned earlier as far as going to camp during the summers and stuff like that, we're traveling. Um, and I know Sharika talked about being at a place that is that same camp. I'm usually there for the summer, so there's not a lot of travel going on during that time for me and my wife or even me and friends. So spring is just kind of where it's at. It really is. But I'm curious if there were three things, say, about spring that we are like, meh, I could take this part out of this season. Sharika, what would those be for you? It's the allergies for one. Now, I, I that's a good one. That's a I, real I, good one. I don't always suffer from allergies, but every once in a while, them allergies catch me off guard. I remember one spring, I literally for like 24 hours was sneezing nonstop. And when I'm saying like literally sneezing all the time, like in my sleep, like I would sneeze in my sleep. I was sneezing so much the next day my back was hurting because I sneezed so much and it was so like it like sneezing is a full body experience sometimes and when you sneeze that much like my back was hurting because of, I was sneezing so much and I was like what the heck is going on but anyway so it's the allergies number one now this one is a personal hateration moment for me because Sabrina was talking about, you know, summer, spring, you know, you get school is about to end and it's the, oh, work don't have a break like summer do for me. It's the, I'm hating on the kids who be like, I got two months off. I can go and do whatever or do nothing. So I'm like, you know, when the spring comes and I have that itch to be like, okay, we're about to have a break. And 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 as an adult, fully grown adult, knowing, girl, you ain't about to have no break unless you're trying to have a little vacation, but it ain't definitely going to be no two-month vacation. So uh, that's my little hateration because this, the body and the spirit is like, ooh, ooh, it's time for a break. And, and, and there's no break coming for me. Do I have a third I don't like about spring? Actually, it's the, it's the, it's the bees. It's this flying insects for me. It, those, that's the other one. Like now the little flying insects be coming out again. And I'm like, mm -mm. I, I don't like the animals like that. So it's the insects for me. That was allergies. Definitely number one, mainly because of my eczema and just the stuff that happens. But sometimes it doesn't even seem like it flares up during the spring. So that's not like an urgent thing. But I would say if there was another thing, which I know is it it like one of those, um, it's a double-edged sword. I know I talked about the many people within my realm of um, love or influence or circle, birthdays who are in April. That's definitely one of them of just like, it's like a, I don't know, a pro and a con, so to speak. It's like, dang, it's a lot of people and because of just the way life's work. You sometimes like to take care of people on their lovely um, birthday. And if I had to pick a third one, um, it's similar to that of just being a pro and a con, but just the amount of stuff that happens within my work and social life within the spring. And it seems like it's like a nonstop. And then that goes into the busyness of 12 to 14, 16 hour days during the summer. And then the same of busyness of like kind of like a weekend after weekend of stuff in the fall. So it's like, oh, there's really no time to break. Um, so to speak, outside of if you actually take vacation. Uh, but because of just, again, like I said earlier, the vibrant vibrancy of spring, there's not really too many like down things or I could do without, um, I guess I can do without the rain 
but I know we need it. So that'll probably be another one, a bonus. April showers, bring May flowers, E.B. So I don't mind a little spring rain. It's usually like a little miss. It's the summer rains, especially in Florida for me, that I'm like, seriously, I'm about to drown. Um, my, mm-hmm. my, my three are, well, as a kid, it was definitely end of year tests. In college, it was definitely end of year, everything just coming upon me. I always felt like it was um, a direct attack against me just trying to live life and have fun and enjoy. It's getting warmer and I can't even relax in it because I have all this stuff due. So that was never great. Sharika, you nailed it with the pollen, just being on everything and messing with people's allergies. For me, I want spring to decide if it's hot or cold. You know, even the Bible said, God, if something's lukewarm, he's spitting us out, spitting it out of its mouth. Growing up in North Carolina, you didn't know if you needed your winter coat or your little beach shorts in the spring because it was just all over the place. Um, so that was kind of annoying. I also hate with a passion the time change in spring. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. The springing forward sounds positive, but it's not, especially for someone who likes to get up early in the morning. When I get up early and it's still dark, I feel like I can't move out and about like I usually do. Like in the other time, I can like get up. I feel comfortable. It's already light outside. I can take my run. I'm riding my bike to the gym. But in this time of year, I'm up and I feel like I just have to stay in the house. And I don't love that. So there you go. Those are my three. I thought you would have been about that early spring morning. But you know what? That makes sense, Sabrina, because you're right. It's still dark out. But then it's it's light. It's still light out later in the day. I know, but it's light out when I'm ready to go to bed. And I'm like, who cares if it's light out at late at night? Like, this is trash. The other time, like, when it starts getting dark, that's the cue from the universe. Listen, everybody needs to be heading to bed. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) But now it's still light and I'm tired and people are like, let's go. I think that's why, like, the summer camp season when I was an employee, it, I loved it. It was honestly probably one of my favorite ministries, but it was so grueling for me because the days were felt so long. It's like 10 o'clock and we're just now starting a night program. And I'm like, these kids need to be in bed as do I. I don't care. I don't care how light it is outside. So yeah, I, I do not vibe with, what is spring? Is spring's daylight savings time? Yeah. Is, I don't know. I've been never known which one is the which one. I I I think it sounds right. I don't know for sure. Yeah, I think that's what it is. It's like mm, dot dot dot. Are we saving the daylight? I mean, sure, why not? <laughs> there's standard time, and then there's standard uh, daylight <laughs> savings. I think we're yeah. in. We're in de- yeah, we're, we're in daylight right now, I think. If I'm not mistaken, don't quote me on that. Let me lie. let me stop lying. I think we're in DSP, though. But whichever one we're in, the standard one needs to be the one when it's light in the morning, which is the natural time to get up. And it's dark at night. You know, in um, St. Thomas, their time doesn't change. Oh, it doesn't? mm It stays the same. So, like, when we fall back, they're still on this time so then so half of the year we're on the same time with them and then the other half we're not because we fall back 
Yeah, and I know it's some politicians who's trying to go to that same system because there's a, a decent amount of countries who don't follow in a sense that because back in the day or whatever reason they used to make because that was just convenient at the time. But it's like that is why I continue to remind people, you know, all tradition ain't good tradition. And this is one of them, like with alarms and with the way that the world works and the way that we can just, in a sense, make things happen. Like this is not a functioning task to continue going back and forth every whatever it is, five or six months um, on half of the year this way, the other half that way. Like, it makes no sense. And I think it may, well, like, we got electricity now. So it could be daylight anytime, you know. It could be bright anytime. We don't have to wait on the sun, you know, you know, as they used to, or a little candlelight back in the day. It's not the little candlelight. <laughs> there is a candle. Oh, <laughs> All, all is right. Well, I feel like we're ready for our scripture. Yes, I am. This That's is uh, becoming one of my favorite parts. Oh, well. Okay, so we're in the New Testament only today. We're going to start in Luke chapter 13, verses 23 to 25, and then we'll skip to Luke chapter 17. A bystander said, Master, will only a few be saved? He said, whether few or many is none of your business. Put your mind on your life with God. The way to life to God is vigorous and requires your total attention. A lot of you are going to assume that you'll sit down to God's salvation day quit just because you've been hanging around the neighborhood all your lives. Well, one day you're going to be banging on the door, wanting to get in. But you'll find the doors locked and the master saying, sorry, you're not on my guest list. This one just had me like, so, mm. like my jaw dropped because of the way the message phrased Jesus first response when he said whether few or many is none of your business it's like dang <laughs> like do we I mean I'm not want to say anything against Jesus words but I'm like that felt kind of harsh but also it's one of those harsh responses that's also hilarious when it happens to someone else not you like when your parents said <laughs> something to one of your siblings are you here, you know, a supervisor in the workspace talking to someone else like that? And you're like, dang, ha, ha, ha. So that was that kind of energy. But then as I kind of meditated on why the response was so strong, I remembered that God knows our hearts and mm. what's behind all of our questions. And forgive me, the second one isn't from Luke 17, it's Luke 14. And I feel like this is a spirit that person was asking. And Tarika talked a little bit about this. I think in last week's episode, just having that spirit of master, master, who's going to be able to sit on your right hand? Who's going to be able to first? Will a few be saved? And or will it be a lot? And will we be those special few? That was like the energy. So that is what brings us to the second thing that made me laugh in Luke 14, verses 7 through 9. He went on to tell a story to the guests around the table, noticing how each had tried to elbow into the place of honor. He said, when someone invites you to a dinner, don't take the place of honor. Somebody more important than you might have been invited by the host. Then he'll come and call out in front of everybody. You're in the wrong place. The place of honor belongs to this man. Embarrassed, you'll have to make your way to the very last table. The only place left. Uh, that was hilarious, too, because Jesus is just reminding us, like, the first shall be last and the last shall be first. First of all, we're all equal in God's sight and he loves us the same. But sometimes when it comes to one another, we have this innate thing in us like 
yeah, but something, what makes me better than this person? There's like this whole comparison that can just drive a person crazy. I just say, love God and love people. Truly love your neighbors as you love yourself. It doesn't matter who gets to be first. If anything, our desire should be, how can we serve one another in this life? And trust me, that kind of spirit leads to a life that's more abundant. And I just thought that was funny, the embarrassment part. <laughs> Somebody probably made it be like, yep, uh, that's not for you. Basically, be and, and humble yourself. Exactly. <laughs> EB, what are you expounding on today? So I'm not going to do a deep or a long expound on any of the things that I'll hit um, or touch on briefly. Um, so it'll be kind of like a, I guess, rapid fire. I think that's one of the terms that people will use for a situation like this. But one of them is just recently, um, Fort Lauderdale received over 20 inches of rain and flooded out mm. the airport, shut it down for a few days, see cars just stuck all over the city, cars stalling. And it was just like devastating. And of course, you know, you can only imagine how many residents are currently displaced as their homes and their valuables and their stuff are essentially just ruined. Um, and for some of them, there's no way to get those things back because most times in Florida, people don't have flood insurance or things that can help them alleviate these type of situations. And we also live in a world where our insurance system is just cricket and they do everything they can to avoid paying dues of what you you're always paying to them so to speak so they try to you know hide their money in their accounts or hold their money hold your money in their accounts as long as they can so i'm just you know hopeful and praying for those individuals who is in that situation um another situation happened recently where a 21 year old 21 so not too old but he would be considered an adult where he could go definitely go get a gun and don't have to worry about craziness in this world but he is an air force national guardsman where he leaked confidential information from the pentagon who he leaked it to i don't know because i ain't do a deep dive on it i was just scratching my head and I'm like these are the people that you would say support our troops and look what they're doing and i'm not saying that you don't support the troops um, i have relatives who serve in the armed forces if i had my dream job i would be in the air force serving as a chaplain and i still got some time as long as i do it before i'm 42 years old um and it, so that's not a diss to those who serve our country but it's like i hope that government officials and pentagon military hold him accountable and you know justice is served in that situation just because that's just not something to play with now granted I don't know what he what he what he leaked. It could have been somebody's name. It could have been somebody's birthday. But just the fact that you have those type of situations, and that's the ones that we know about. Just imagine other probably amounts of information that may be leaked to other um, individuals that are not being disclosed. Also, in the lovely state of Missouri, there is a senator. I forgot his name, and I wish I knew it. But a state senator. Um, political party doesn't matter. But after I say this story, I think you can probably figure out what political party this individual is part of, where he says that it's not really a big deal for adults to marry 12 year olds, because he know individuals who got married at the age of 12, and they are still married. And the person who was chastising him or I guess questioning him or going with back and forth, I don't know if it was a banter, I don't know if it was an open session, I'm just reading the script. And I saw I saw you saw a video, but you hear the audio. You don't necessarily see the two people who's going back and forth um, within the video. But it was just like, you know, are you saying that it's OK for a 12 year old to get married? And he was just like, 
do you know how many people got married at the age of 12? Well, I do. And those people are still married. And I was just like, this is our government. This is how we live our life. And as much as I'd be frustrated with living in Florida, I'm like, this whole world, it don't really matter where you stay. Like, you can just pick a state and you'll find all types of craziness in this beautiful country of our world. I told somebody the other day, I say, we have an ugly, beautiful country. Like, there's definitely some form of beauty within it. You just travel to, like I always tell people, you travel to the West Coast and you'll just be amazed by God's creation um, within this lovely world. But then you just start hearing and seeing the actions of people and you'll be like, this is disgusting and as ugly as all gets out. So there's a lot of stuff going on in the world and just continue to do everything for the glory of God, as it says in First Corinthians, I believe chapter 16, but don't quote me on that. And if you want to try to quote me, just read your own Bible and you'll see what it says. But I want to say that's what it says um, in First Corinthians 16. Might even, I'm not even going to put the verse because then I might be wrong, but I think, I think that's where it's at. And if it's not, it's maybe, no, I lied. It's in First Corinthians, though. What maybe is it with these people and the and the kids? It's mm-hmm. wild. Something else that's wild is what Evie expounded on last week. And I'm curious to hear more of his thoughts since we have a little wiggle room in our time. He spoke about Angela Reese and how her team won the game and Dr. Jill Biden said, well, I want both teams to come. You might be thinking, what's so wrong with that? This is a culture where everybody gets a trophy, is kind of popular at this time. For me, something that I noticed, and EB can correct me if I'm wrong, is there was already this undertone of potential for contentious race relations because one team was predominantly white, the other predominantly black. The team that won was predominantly black. There's also this whole thing with the star basketball player on the predominantly white team being known for her trash talking and all this kind of stuff. And she had been doing it. But then when she was losing, Angela Reese on the other team started to do the same thing that the athlete from the predominantly white team was doing, I believe her name is Caitlin Clark, and the media, you know, try to crucify her for it. The same people, honestly, mainly a whole bunch of older white men who were crucifying her for it, celebrate when men do it in basketball and football and hockey. In hockey, they'll let people beat the crap out of each other and scream and jump and be so excited. Trash talk is a part of sports. So for me, there was like, lots of layers to this and I do wonder Dr. Jill if the predominantly black team had lost would they have also been invited to the White House the White House did issue and well I don't know if I would really call it an apology they just kind of backtracked and said you know we'll just have the one team but I think that would have been a great opportunity as I heard on a podcast I'm just going to co-sign with what my girl Crystal said That would have been a great opportunity for Dr. Jill to say, this is an example of an unconscious bias. I apologize. You know, I felt empathy towards these, this team, these women, Um, even though they lost, this is an example of you don't even have to be the best to be considered equal if you're white. Mm. E.B., Sharika, thoughts on E.B.'s expounds from last week 
Wow. See, I, I initially had that thought like, oh, it's nice to have, you know, to to celebrate or recognize both. But when you think about, as you stated, all the things that really may be behind those thoughts and the, that sentiment, it's like, would, would you do this if the shoe was on the other foot? Like, would, would you really want to celebrate everyone if, you know, or are you, you know, so that's in, that I hadn't thought about it initially, but as I heard that, I'm like, that does make sense. And, um, you know what, let's just recognize who deserves to be recognized and celebrate those who actually won. And let's stop coddling people and be like, oh, you know what, you get a trophy too. Let's give people something to aspire to and to work hard towards. Yeah, so I would agree with statements or sentiments from both of you guys. And I would say, no, like, so you can recognize them. You just, they don't have to visit. I can recognize you as a loser. <laughs> like, we want to say thank you for a, a, a hard-fought game from Iowa. Well, I think it wasn't hard-fought that game, at least. I think I'd be like about 17 or so. But it was like, thank you, Iowa, for making it to this place. People didn't expect you to be here. Dang. Congratulations. Hopefully you get here no, next They didn't season. expect you to be here. Oh, some people didn't like just because, you know, people had like LSU and mm -hmm. South Carolina playing. You have these two talented teams. You have like the Yukons and it's just other teams that on paper mm -hmm. um, are more talented. And that's what you expected. But I will say, yes, Sabrina, you hit it on the head. Like as a minority in this country and in this world, because if you start looking around, like pick a country, I don't care which one it is. Pick like and I say pick one, pick a predominantly non-black country. And for some of them, you might even pick a black country or a predominantly black country, but just put it in, like put in China and racism, put in Australia and racism, put in England and racism, put in France and racism. Like you can Google it, you can YouTube it and you will see the different interactions or just the complex um, situations that minorities have to face across the world where uh, indigenous people who like people groups and tribes of other countries are in a sense rushed out so to speak or forced out because of who they are who god created them to be and as a minority you have to work twice as hard and be twice as good and have little to no and i would say more so no mistakes than your counterparts like you can put two people head to head i see it all the time within the organization that I work for, like a minority does one thing and somebody else does another. And that's wow. from top leadership to lay leaders, to clergy, to what we would consider pastors. Like where you and I'm saying on paper, like I don't know all the ins and outs. I'm not sitting at a table when people are reviewing these things. But on paper, on face value, where one person does something and another person does something, where one is getting a pat on the back, so to speak, and a prayer at the altar and the other one is getting the a foot to the back of the head. <laughs> oh my God. You'll find your place in the world. And, and I can name stories after stories. And for mm. those of you who the podcast, who, um, if you want to dive in, I'm like, I, I would gladly, I just won't do that in this forum because it's not that place. And I will make sure that the persons or individuals that I'm speaking about within their specific stories, and I won't say all of them because some people, I'm going to tell you a story anyways. I don't care. I won't let that type of relationship, but it is what it is. If I'm using your your life story as a case study for scenarios that have happened to people who look like me, um, then that's just how I'm going to rock. But I will say in defense of um, Iowa and in defense of Caitlin Clark, um, I know post 
the national championship game, and I won't necessarily say came to the defense, but she insisted that the criticism that Angel Reese faced was unwarranted and that should not happen. And like people should not try to tear her down, especially um, I think Sabrina mentioned it, but it was a lot of male white white male figures, male white figures. I would um, just who tore down Angel for the way that she competed. And Caitlin simply said, "I don't think Angel should be criticized at all." No matter which way it goes, she should never be criticized for what she did. I'm just I'm just one that competes and she competed and she won. I think everybody knew there was going to be a little trash talk. It's me and her like that's just what happened. But it's also a team of people where Iowa is playing LSU. Um, Then she continued to say they played so well. Like I said, I'm a big fan of hers. She's one of the best that we have in the game. We have to congratulate her. We see man trash talking every day, but none of your news pundits or sports correspondents talk bad about them. So Angel should not get this type of treatment or backlash. So like, you know, you see that and she goes on to say how she wear her emotions on her sleeve. Angel wear her emotions on her sleeve. That's what you do when you're competing. If you don't have that, she said more people talk more about the trash talking and the emotions that they showed than, in a sense, the game. But the fact that it brought attention to the game, she said that she was happy for that as she gets ready to play summer basketball and get ready for next season um, again as a college student. And we don't know, like they might be in the national championship again, again, Iowa and LSU, because you have two of those players, those star players who are returning to their respective um, institutions. So it's just funny. It's like one of those things is like, People bash people, but then the person that you're trying to defend didn't see it as the way that you saw it, right? So it's like you're, quote, unquote, coming to the defense of Caitlyn or the situation, and Caitlyn is looking like, I don't know what y'all talking about, but this ain't that. Like, I do the same thing. Like, this is what we do. Like, if we wasn't trash talking, it wouldn't be competitive. It'll probably be a boring game, and most of y'all wouldn't be watching. But because they have, in a sense, that type of emotion that they play with, it brought people to... Um, sit down in front of the TV and watch that national championship game to be the most or highly viewed game on ESPN. So, um, again, shout out to them. We will recognize Iowa for taking that L. Better luck next season. Uh, but shout out to Angel Reese and getting an opportunity for her, her team, her president, and all of them. And I say president of the her coach and her president of the institution to get a trip to the Oval Office to meet um, to meet President Biden and his wife, and hopefully Vice President. Um, Kamala Harris is there and Angel, I love you, but you wild for that to saying that I don't need the Bidens in there. Can the Obamas come back and welcome us? <laughs> but I respect it because I probably no. would have said oh, <laughs> Wait, Listen, if I could go to the White House or Michelle's house, I'll be like, listen, the kids can come too because I love a good kiki with um, young ladies. They always keep me hip and in the know. Um, Dr. Obama, right up in there he is doctor isn't he i believe he got one of those presidential emeritus but i don't know if he ever that's got what I, that's what i thought but then when i said it i was like it feels weird you know it feels weird because i'm used to calling him president obama and i think there it is. And, I, and he might do because I, I like because i know he got a law degree but i don't know if he got a juris doctor degree or like a jd as well so i don't know how that works within law terms so for those of you who listen to us you know us you can fact check us we don't mind that we we, we love and we hope that you continue to keep us accountable that's how we rock so I think that's how we somewhat wrap it up. Anything that y'all recommended to the people? I'm late to the game. I'm late to the party. But uh, the past few days, I've been watching Wednesday on Netflix. I don't think anybody's recommended this. I'm not sure. If if not, 
Here it goes. I watched it. I y'all know I'd be scary and scared. So I was like, I, I I heard it was good, but I was like, let me take my time. And this was the time. And I thoroughly enjoyed it. There were some times I did a little, you know, me and Sabrina might do a little fast forward and then rewatch. But you know what? It was a good time and I enjoyed Wednesday on Netflix. And I also think low key, Wednesday is a cute name. I like it. That's my recommendation. It's a very cute name. I still haven't seen it, but thank you for reminding me because I'm like, oh, that is a cute name. And I, I used to like the Adams Family as a kid. I don't like anything scary, but I've always thought the Adams Family was like so such a vibe. I'm still watching Seinfeld. And in the first seasons, I never laughed out loud, but now I'm laughing all the time. I wonder if it's one of those things where, where I had to like get warmed up to the cast and everything, but mm. That little show, I can see why, I can see why it is known and um, is just so super popular. Uh, my recommends, is it trash for me to say I recommend the Taylor Swift albums? No. <laughs> no. I, I do. And I'm going to recommend the Fearless album just because of those songs that I mentioned at the top. Um, For those of you who like country music and also because I just felt like her lyrics on that album were really strong and encouraging and fun and inspirational. I think all of her albums, if you like that sort of sound um, and she does have a unique voice that I enjoy. Uh, check them out. If you're in a country, check out Red, Fearless, Taylor Swift. Pop will be 1989. Some will argue that Red is like country pop, but 1999, Reputation, Midnight's. And then, of course, you have like the indie vibe, which would be Folklore, Evermore. EB, what are you recommending today? I am recommending a movie that just came out in the films not too long ago. It is called Air. And it just describes the story of Michael Jordan and how Nike was pursuing him and his rookie deal as far as a shoe deal. And we know you see like you see the logo. Most people, because I know some people will be like, oh, I don't know who that is. But most around the world literally is one of the most recognizable logos in the world, the Jumpman logo. And it has revolutionized, of course, the sports world. But it just gives the story of what was going on, who he was, how Nike was pursuing him and just his journey. But it's a movie called Air, um, just talking about the one and the only Michael Jordan. So, um, yeah, that's all we got. For those of you who are going to Taylor Swift, who are listening, um, we hope you have a great time. I found out yesterday. Um, today at the time of this recording, I guess on day two, Friday, because I think she's there Thursday, Friday and Saturday. Don't quote me on that. But if I heard correctly from yeah. some of some of my young people, they are seeing her tonight on Friday where they're getting checked out of school at 11 o'clock so they can be in line. They were there for like five or six hours to get merch earlier this mm. week or yesterday or something like that. And they said it took them like five hours to get to the front. And then one of the people who was, it was two of them, one of them, they had no more stuff in their size and told them to come back tomorrow. And they was like, I'm just going to get a bigger shirt and I'm going to deal with it because that's just the way it's going to be. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not circling back tomorrow for this because I already got to circle back for the actual concert. Um, so it, it was like, it was interesting because I spent time with, and I say teenagers, like I'm talking 15, 16 year old 10th graders where I spent about 40 minutes listening to them in a sense express their emotions and gratitude and love, um, so to speak, for Taylor Swift. From breaking down albums to me, breaking down segments, breaking down their favorite songs, breaking down just sense of style, so to speak, and how um, one of them was like, I went to the concert however many years ago, but I was a kid. I don't really remember it. I just know that I was there with my mom 
and that was it. But I don't remember the moment. But now I'm old enough to be locked in on the moment. And she was extremely happy for that. So I told him, I'm like, I'm going to make sure I text you like right before around 839 and just make sure you're good and you don't pass out and go crazy. Because right now <laughs> you're doing something different to me right now. But I love it because that's how I be when I go to concerts as well. I feel like it's nothing like live performances. Um, but yeah, just to close out, this is our 100th, like 100th emoji. Like that's what it, like that 100th emoji, you know, that sometimes come through. Hopefully you get that. If you don't get that, I mean, people might not think that you or your words are 100, meaning it's legit or it's real or it's true or it's genuine or it's sincere or it's loving or it's caring or it's kindness. But that's the way we feel um, for each and every one of you guys if you've listened to the podcast. And as we said at the top of it, please like, share, comment, subscribe, leave a review. Or if you you feel like you don't have the words to say because you're like you're not really a big talker or a typer, just hit five stars wherever you listen to podcasts. Um, and as always, if life tries to knock you down, just spring forward. I'm just kidding. Just kick back. Until next time. <laughs>